Weekly Playtime with Stacy and Devin. The internet tells us that we're a health and wellness podcast, but you won't find any professional advice here. <laughs> That's right. We are just here to share our journeys so that hopefully our failures make you feel better about yours. Uh, Devin, is there a category for just relatable podcasts? I don't know. Probably. Let's be that. <laughs> Sounds good. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, this is a different time than what we normally record. This is. I'm very, I'm very confused as to yeah. what's happening. <laughs> I have, I have a lot of, uh, of, I don't know what I have. <laughs> it's daylight outside. It's daylight. Yeah. Um, yeah. How are you? <laughs> I am more awake than you, I think. Yes. Yes. Um, how are you? I'm good. This is throwing me off. So this is like not the right time to do this. No. To to record this. No. Um, But that's okay Mm -hmm. because this is the only time to record it because I have done a Devin. um, (laughs) Yep. Today, which means that every single minute of my day is booked. Yep. Um, Which, of course, in true Devin fashion means that last night, whenever my kids were like, can we use our new tent to camp outside? I was like, sure. Sounds like a great idea. <laughs> that sounds like a great idea. Um, so yeah, yesterday we had Kess's like family birthday celebration. So my brother and his family came, and uh, Jill and Lorelai came, and so we just had like a you know little cousin celebration basically. Mm-hmm. And um, and so they were here until seven or eight, and then after that the kids were <laughs> like. But you promised the next clear day we uh, put the tin up. And I was like, oh, God. Okay. So Lee actually was very helpful right before he left because um, I started, like, getting this stuff out while they were getting their stuff ready to leave. Um, and he was like, oh, no, you just do it like this and, like, put the tin up in, like, five minutes. <laughs> so, just, like, was- pops into place. Yeah, I was, like, really grateful because I guess he goes camping a lot. I didn't know this. Um, oh. Like, not with his family because I, Jill does not like being outside. And I don't think Lorelai <laughs> does either. Right. Um, so, but he ha- he does, like, things with his, uh, like, religious group or whatever. His okay. spiritual people that they, like, go and do campouts. Um, and so he was just like, yes, this is what you do. <laughs> I was like, oh, that would have taken me like five years to figure this out. Thank you so much for being here. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, now, not only do did you put it up in like record time, but also now I know how to put up a tent. So that's uh, also useful because uh, the only tent I'd ever put up before was the tiny kids tent. Um, mm, yeah. Which Bonnaroo. probably is much easier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the basic ideas are the same. Like, you have the the weird little, like, break-apart crossbar things that, you know, cross yeah. each other one side to the other side. Um, but staking, I, I didn't stake uh, <laughs> because it was a tiny tent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In between, like, cars that were bigger than it. Yeah. Um, because that's how Bonnaroo works. Uh, so I had no idea about staking. And then there was, like, this. So it's, like, a mesh tent, but then you have a rain Oh, yes. Hat or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, what is all this? <laughs> so he was very helpful. Good. Good. Because <laughs> I would have figured it out. It's not that complicated, but it just would have taken me a ridiculous amount of time. So it was it was very useful for me to have somebody there who knew how to do it, who could just like yeah. show me. Because that's how I learn. I'm not yes. very good at following YouTube instructions <laughs> or following. And they didn't have, even have instructions. But if there oh. had been instructions... I would have not understood how to use them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, it was better to... I, I was... Thank you, Lee, for, <laughs> <laughs> for helping me with the tent. Yes. Um, but so, we did that, and we borrowed a uh, queen-sized air mattress from my in-laws. And, um, you know, the kids just drug out whatever they wanted to put in the tent for the night. Yeah. Uh, toys or, you know, books or... Um, and I let them have electronics because my, this is how I thought it was going to go. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I was pretty sure we were going to put everything out there and one 
or all three of us, we'd get spooked by something we heard outside, and then we would come <laughs> rushing back in at some uh-huh. point in the evening. And it yep. would not, like, I was I was not very hopeful that we would make it the whole night. Or people would get uncomfortable and, like, say, screw this, and want to go back inside. Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this is what I thought would happen. So I was just like, well, we'll just, I'll let them play on screen so that maybe they won't get as scared. Like, I was thinking maybe that would help, right? Yeah. Um, but there was also a lot of reading and a lot of just like listening to things and playing with flashlights and just being silly. But mm-hmm. we got in our pajamas, uh, and we got out there and, um, yeah, and we just kind of hung out and I drank a beer or two, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. while we were hanging out in there and I spilled my beer, which that was embarrassing. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> So I ended up having to like there was still like I tried to clean it up, but it had mm-hmm. we were, you've you've seen my yard. Yes. There's no place that's like completely flat no. to like go camping. Yeah. So we had to um it was on a, a little bit of a slope, so I guess the beer just like trickled down <laughs> underneath <laughs> the mattress. Yeah. <laughs> like collected in a little pool at the bottom of the <laughs> So I had to clean that up this morning, but that was yeah. all right. It wasn't that big. It wasn't that much beer. Okay. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so, you know, so I was relaxed and feeling pretty good. Did my little tarot card readings mm-hmm. and um, yeah. And so we just had a really nice time. And then, you know, it was really late, um, probably like 11 before they were ready to go to sleep. But um, we turned off the screens and everybody settled in and it took them a while a little bit longer than normal to go Mm -hmm. to sleep but they did and um the only downside was about the time that they started to go to sleep the air mattress started deflating Mm, yeah um and of course the way that it deflates uh you know i was the heaviest person and i was in the middle (laughs) right yeah so So (laughs) just like a taco (laughs) yeah basically (laughs) and so both children slide towards me and they're just like, oh, mom. So they're just like cuddled up on me. Yeah. Um, and I am in the most un like <laughs> comfortable position yes. of my life. Yes. And I'm like terrified to move because if I move, I'm going to wake up a child. Yep. And I was just like, oh, OK. So I did not get much sleep. No. But, um, you know, it was still like I was cuddled with my kids and I was like listening to the sounds of the of the night and uh, birds and, and crickets and frogs and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and it was just so nice. Oh, <laughs> yay. I really loved it. Um, and eventually I did get a little bit of sleep. And uh, of course, the kids woke up super early. Kess woke up at like four. Oh, my then, gosh. Um Kai woke up at six, so, you know, mm-hmm. but about the time Kai woke up, we, Kes wanted to take off the rain hat so that we could just have the mesh to look out at the oh, sky as yeah. the sun ra- rose, mm-hmm. and it was just so nice, and we, like, watched clouds go by, and, uh, and I also refilled the air mattress uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> at that point, too, so we were more comfortable. Yeah. Um, and we were just like laying down watching the, the sunrise. And then I got another like hour of sleep or something. Nice. Um, but yeah, so it we made it the whole night. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very lovely and nobody got scared. So ta-da. Very good. See? <laughs> Success. Um, now. And they, what? Oh, I was going to say, say? Uh, step two will be maybe getting... So they actually have two room or multiple room tents. You could get a two room tent so that you could have your own space. <laughs> maybe sleep oh, a little yeah. more. <laughs> and that they would still feel safe because you'd still be in the same tent. But you'd uh, have a, a zipper wall between you. And that way you right. could sleep. You could have your well, own maybe, night. Yeah, maybe we could at least do that. Because uh, Kes said that Thomas was banned, that he couldn't go camping with us because he snores so bad. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Be able to so hear his tip. He has been um, uninvited from any Aww. camping trip that we do, which makes me very sad because I yeah. want Thomas to come with us, but yeah. the kids cannot sleep through his snoring. No. Um, he is very, very loud. So yeah. 
I mean, I don't know if we had a two-person tent, if that would help at all. Probably not. <laughs> no, not probably not enough. He snores so loud that you can usually hear him from, like, yeah. the other room. So, <laughs> yeah. In a house with, yeah. like, real walls. Yeah. Right. So that may not help. I don't know. Nope. But I definitely, like, there were little tweaks that I wanted to make. Like, it would have been nice to have, instead of, I just had, like, a little bag cooler that I put, like, oh. waters and stuff in. Mm-hmm. But it would have been nice to have, like, a hard cooler with, like, a surface that I could, like, set things yeah. on. So that yeah. maybe they wouldn't fall over and <laughs> yep. spill. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also thought that, obviously, getting a better air mattress that didn't deflate or... I mean, I don't know. It might. We're all people who have slept on hard surfaces before. Mm-hmm. So, like, we might just need to get nice sleeping bags and we could just sleep on the ground. Um, yeah. Or they have little mats, like a little, um, it just gives you just a little cushion, you know, like a little foam mat yeah. or something like that. Um, that kind of like a yoga mat, kind of like sleeping on a yoga mat. Yeah. Uh, that way you don't have to worry about deflating. Because, yeah, I, you could probably go buy a new air mattress tomorrow and it would still, they just always deflate, you know? Right, exactly. So I was thinking that maybe getting something like that would be more cozy. Yeah. Um, than not having to worry about that. Because we'd also yeah. have like our own little separate spaces in the tent. So yep. that it would be a little bit less like yes. <laughs> <laughs> smushed together. Yeah. Um, Mostly this is just for me. Apparently it doesn't bother the kids. But I was really wanting to, like, have my own space. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but Cass, Cass said it was a little hot. We had, a, like, a battery-operated fan, mm-hmm. which we put on low and had on all night. And that was nice. Um, but we probably ought to get either a bigger one or another one or something, especially when we're camping in the summer because it does get pretty warm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, for sure. Even though Kess was just like, let's just take the rain, t- t- you know, whatever off. And mm-hmm. then we'd just sleep under the stars. I'm like, well, I mean, we could do that. But you yeah. might get scared. <laughs> that was the one thing was that Kai looked outside because we had like little window mesh, window mesh areas too. Yeah. That we left unzipped so we could oh. look outside. Yeah. Um, and then at some point, Kai was like, the shadow tre- of the trees are making me scared. And I was oh. like, okay, well, let's just zip it up, you know. Yeah. So it might have been cooler if we could have left the windows open as yeah. well. But anyway, it'll. I figure we'll practice a few times here just to make sure. Yeah. <laughs> or I try to go to like a state park or anything. Yeah. Go camping with the kids because that'll be much more of a an ordeal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and you'd have to pa- make sure you have everything covered and everything mm-hmm. packed and stuff. Um, but at least Big Ridge and Norris both are pretty close. So, like, those would right. be easy places to go. Yeah, uh, that's what I was thinking is, like, especially because Big Ridge is, like, literally 15 minutes away from here. It is yeah. so close. Yeah. Um, and I know that they have a, a big, like, camping contingency there. Mm-hmm. Um and they've got that beautiful playground and i know that they also have restrooms that are available mm-hmm. um so that would be good too because i think that the kids are a little nervous about you know doing their business in the woods um, oh yeah which is understandable yep uh so you know do, be, having a place where they could go do that and mm-hmm. <laughs> not disrupt them entirely would be would be good it'd be ideal yeah um but and, and they also have that little beach area that's, like, for swimming in the summer, too, at Big Ridge. Um, yeah. So we could do that, too. So maybe that'll be, like, a end-of-summer goal. We'll see. Yeah. So that's uh, that's what's going on with me. That's exciting <laughs> and fun. It is. It is. Uh, what's going on with you? Um, well... Well, also, once you get used to the whole camping thing, then we when we come in town, we could you can come up and camp with us at uh, yes, one of the yes, parks, too. So that's exactly. Exciting. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, so as far as going on with me, I, I mean, it's been a good week. I don't really have anything exciting to talk about. I am excited to talk about my June recap, but that's next episode, so I won't uh, spoil anything. Okay. Um, okay. But other than that, um, yeah, just, uh, oh, uh, Final Fantasy 16 came out. And so 
James started playing it last <laughs> night, and it is amazing. Really? We, yes. Like, it has. it is the best Final Fantasy in a long time. And Final Fantasy is known for being good games anyway. Yes, um, yes. But this one, I mean, just from the moment you turn it on, it starts off strong, and it has been like watching a movie. And the... And not only does it look amazing, but the storyline has been so interesting. So oh, good. Um, yeah, we got up this morning, made breakfast, and then went down and immediately started playing again. And uh, that's probably what we'll do. I think when I, when we finish recording here, we're going to go um, eat lunch or do a quick workout, eat lunch, and then <laughs> play uh, Final Fantasy for the rest of the day because it's supposed to rain today. But so I don't know that's if awesome. anybody that listens was thinking about buying it and was on the fence, but it's definitely definitely a good game so it's just like a regular like final fantasy story game as opposed to a multiplayer because i know for some of some of the things that they did for a while were Mm -hmm. like multiplayer online right yeah too um no this is just a normal single player um game so i just watch james play it and i i sit there and i do logic puzzles (laughs) because i'm right right um but uh yeah i uh yesterday i was Flopping around, couldn't figure out what to do because it's been rainy this weekend. So uh, we were kind of just staying in the house and um, I couldn't figure out what to do. So I, I started, I was like, you know, James does the cooking now. But I was like, James, can I can I just cook dinner tonight? And I was like, I, I already did your grocery list. Um, I, uh, I just started doing all the chores because I was bored. Bored? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and instead of doing like a hobby thing, I, I just right. did what I default to, which is all the chores. <laughs> so right yeah it's been funny <laughs> i don't do well sitting just sitting still so i no, have to do something really? i know i know so yeah so i i do logic puzzles while he plays final fantasy and i watch him play that's awesome yep <laughs> uh <sighs> so what are you drinking at this 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 session this time of day uh, this time of day i am drinking black coffee <laughs> exactly what i'm drinking that is probably um, i would say a first for weekly money time <laughs> i think so i don't think i've ever had coffee on weekly money time before no I oh, we've never so. recorded this early before uh, no that is true i mean 11 <laughs> o'clock is technically not that early but still no that's true yeah it's not like we just woke up and started right yeah but um yeah i will say i will i will take i will take a minute to uh to show my bougie side um <laughs> This is the only thing I think that I'm like a true hipster about is coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, because we usually, we have a grinder. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have like a fancy, like slow drip coffee pot thing that's that we use. And um, I, we've just, we've been spoiled. We get coffee from like local roasters, um, either... I think there's like Three Bears Cafe is one. Um, what's another one? Uh, there's like the um, Golden Roast. Mm-hmm. There's um, Mahalo. We get stuff mm-hmm. from Mahalo a lot. South Press also has their own. So a lot of times I'll go to a coffee shop and they'll have like whole beans that they use yeah. to to uh, to do their own stuff. Um, or we go to like Three Rivers Market and find local beans. But anyway, we're this. That's how we. That's how we coffee. And um, <laughs> but we ran out of coffee earlier this week, and we have not. I, none of us have been anywhere near one of these bespoke coffee shops and or Three Rivers Market to refill. Yeah. Our um, our pantry. So we got desperate, and whenever I went out yesterday, I got a Starbucks dark uh, roast. And I mean, I did get the whole beans so that we could grind them here, but um, yeah, it's just not the same. Oh wow! <laughs> and and Starbucks is some same. good coffee. I know, but it's it's just not the same. <laughs> it's okay. It's just yeah. I mean, it's not like bad. It's just not what I wanted. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but that's okay. I got that dark roast, and as Starbucks um, offerings go, that's, you know, a pretty solid one. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what I'm drinking. What are you drinking? <laughs> I'm, I'm just drinking Fresca. Nowhere near as exciting. <laughs> you beat me this time. Yeah, I had to go off on my whole coffee rant. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I... Uh, 
I could drink box wine and like light beer and <laughs> all kinds of stuff. But yeah, man, coffee, coffee though. Yep, coffee. It's gotta be <laughs> no compromise. No compromise. <laughs> Grind my own beans. Yeah, all the time. Oh, all right. Well, are we ready to get into our uh, our topic? Yes. Is it topic topic time. It is topic time. Topic time. Topic time. Um, (laughs) so the way that this topic came up was that I, one of my favorite podcasts to listen to when I do actually have time to listen to podcasts, which is not often, um, second to weekly by time. Your, your favorite podcast is weekly. My favorite podcast is our podcast. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, but you know, it's also kind of weird to listen to our podcast because I (laughs) recorded it. Right. So I do sometimes still listen to it. Yeah, uh, me too. Especially one of the things I find myself doing is I'll go back and listen to like older episodes. Yeah. Um, just to be like, what what did we do a year ago? And then, then right. it's like a trip down memory lane. Yeah. Um, but Maintenance Phase is one of my favorite podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, and they recently did an episode on the 10,000 Steps myth. Oh, yes. Um, and that was like oh okay and i mean i i would have guessed this like mm-hmm. i guess i would have assumed that you know you should get ten thousand steps every day yeah. uh was probably not necessarily a real thing um <laughs> but <laughs> but it was still cool to hear a whole episode about it um and then i mentioned it to you and you're like oh yeah i heard about that too and then i was like oh i wonder how many other myths are out there <laughs> yes yes so this episode is all about debunking the uh, the fitness myths. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it should be kind of fun. Yeah. Um, and I guess what we could do, if you're cool with it, is like I could bring one up and then you could bring one up and we'll just kind of yeah go popcorn it. Popcorn that sounds it? good. Does yeah. that sound? Is that a real word? I don't know, but it makes sense to me. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, just a pop, pop, pop. Exactly. Yep. Uh, so we'll start with the 10,000 steps because that was the okay. thing that kind of caused everything to to gel. Yeah. Um, and it was really interesting because, you know, every single tracker that you have, like, automatically says you should get 10,000 steps. I think the Apple Watch does that. I mean, you can also set your goal, but, like, the default or, or where they want you to be is, like, 10,000 steps. Yeah. Um. And so I took this very seriously for a very long time. Yes. <laughs> um, I think I even had like an old fashioned pedometer before I had a tracker. Yeah. Like before I got a Fitbit, I had like just one of those little pedometers you clip on your um, waistband or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And because uh, they did, I think they did a challenge or they talked about it at work. I don't even remember how. Um I like first got into it, but I was just like, yes, I'm going to walk 10,000 steps a day. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would walk a lot to make sure that I got at least 10,000 steps. And some days I would get like close to 20,000 steps and I would be like, woo, look at me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But it really isn't a, um, a real thing. A scientifically proven thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so basically, it starts with like, I mean, step counting's been around for quite some time. Yeah. Um, but there was like a Japanese research team in the 1960s that uh, started to suggest that, you know, we should go to 10,000 steps a day in order to like reduce obesity. Um, and this was just based on the fact that average people are, you know, if you're just walking and you're not trying to, to do anything extra, like you walk 3000 to 5,000 steps, like they just picked a number out of the air. Well, <laughs> they were like 10,000 sounds good. <laughs> yeah. I think it actually, um, it was, it had to do with the name of their product. I think it just said, they just thought it sounded the best. Okay. So it was, yeah. Okay. It was just whatever 10,000 steps is in Japanese. It was like the 10,000 step challenge or 10,000 step pedometer or something. They were trying to sell a pedometer and 10,000 steps. It just sounded good. Like it just rhymed with the thing that was happening. And right. so they were like, yep, that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
So uh, it was just marketing. Did, yes, it was yeah, all marketing. It was marketing, and like everybody has just la- launched on, like launched, latched onto that. Latched, yes, uh, onto that as if that's the that's the right goal for yeah. everybody. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because there's just no scientific data to back it up at all. No. Um, obviously, you know, if you if you're moving more. Yeah. And you're like walking and you're exercising like that's good for you. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but th- it's not like there's a specific amount. No. <laughs> there's not like a, you know, you need to r- walk this specific number of steps. Um, and that's magically going to make everything better. No. Nope. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, um, yeah. It's not. It's not a real thing. Uh, which was kind of sad because like that was, you know, it still has been motivating like on my Fitbit, which I haven't been wearing because I got spaghetti sauce on it and the great spaghetti, um, paper of whatever. And I haven't had a chance to like really clean it out. And so I just like not had, had it on for, um, probably about a week now. Mm -hmm. Uh, but you know, it still like gives me a little like vibration, and it's like, yay, you hit your you know ten thousand step goal. Yeah, um, and I'm still like, yeah. And if I'm at <laughs> I did like it. nine thousand and nine hundred, I'm still I'm gonna like walk around the house a couple of times just to make sure <laughs> that I get it. Yeah, it's so dumb. Like, why <laughs> am I like this? <laughs> it's good. To, it's good to have goals, even I, if the goal isn't you know isn't real. <laughs> yeah, isn't real. It's still good to have goals. I suppose that's true. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. <laughs> um, I mean, that's the thing. It's not like this. This is not a myth that's going to kill you. Like you can no. still get ten. You can aim for 10,000 steps and that is fine. Yeah. There is nothing bad yeah. that will happen. Um, you know, unless like you've got a broken foot or something. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to walk. Um, but like. You know, it's just don't expect that this is going to solve all your problems. Nope, not at all. There's not anything else about it. But anyway, <laughs> I will link that episode in show notes, though, because okay. it's, it's a good episode. Okay. It goes into a lot more detail than, than yeah. I just did. But. Okay. And you had heard about that before, because I was like, yes, did you know this? And you were like, yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, no. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> Sorry, I stole your thunder. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> it is absolutely fine. But anyway, so that's uh, that's that one. That's number one. That's number okay. one. All right. Uh, so the one I'm going to do is this one I actually had not heard of, but as I was reaching different or researching different fitness myths, this one came up a lot. So I was like, well, I guess I should talk about this considering it seems to be common, even though I had never heard of it. But um, not that I've heard of everything, but still, um, <laughs> the myth is that muscle turns to fat. So right, I, I guess, right. I, I saw that at some point, too, when we were yeah. when I was doing some research. And so I guess there's the belief that, you know, like if you work out for a while and then you stop working out, that the muscle will turn to fat and that you'll end up actually being worse off than when you started working out. And that's not true at all. Now, uh, they're totally different. um, Body parts isn't the right thing. Body composition pieces. They're they're totally different things. Um, And you will lose muscle when you stop working out. So your body fat percentage will go up because if you, you know, if it's a percentage base. So if you have less muscle, but you stay the same weight or gain weight, then obviously you will, it's more fat. So I think mm-hmm. that's probably where it came from is when people saw that they stopped working out and then their fat percentage started going up, they just assumed that it was moving over, but that is not the case at all. And also the more muscle you have, the more calories that you burn just because muscles mm-hmm. take more calories to like function. So uh, it, it also probably contributed to it because as you lose muscle, you burn less calories at a resting state. So people would also gain weight if they stop, if they start to lose muscle, they could gain weight if they continue to eat the same. So again, I guess people just thought that that muscle was turning to fat, but that does not happen. 
And uh, on the flip side, the good news is if you build muscle and stop working out for a while and then go back to working out, you actually gain that muscle back faster than when you originally worked out the first time because your muscles kind of have like, it's called muscle memory for a reason. And your muscles kind of remember that you used to lift weights or whatever. And they're like, oh, yeah, I remember this. And they will build up faster than the than when you're building from scratch so that's kind of uh, kind of the good side to it okay well that's yeah. really interesting i had always assumed that like i had definitely always heard that like um your muscles just gonna turn into fat oh yeah no <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> so i i uh i've been there <laughs> yeah yeah well apparently you're you know you're not alone because a lot of people i mean it was on i read probably five or six different fitness myth articles and i think every single one of them mentioned this yeah yeah i saw that too yeah you are not alone (laughs) uh so the next one that I was going to mention is I thought was really funny just because of our podcast. Oh, <laughs> yes. I laughed at this one, Monthly challenges. Yes. <laughs> I, I saw that and I laughed so hard because I was like, well, <laughs> that's us. This entire podcast is just a sham. <laughs> yep. Exactly. <laughs> um. But it was, it's funny because the idea is that, you know, you get all these 30-day challenges. And we've done some of these, you know, yeah. on our podcast, right? Like, yeah. um, you know, eliminate different types of food or maybe it's a, you know, I'm going to do a specific type of exercise every single day, like the yoga challenge. Um, and, uh, you know, all the other challenges that we do. And it's just like, eh, they're short-term fixes (laughs) and they could also be risky so you really do have to be very careful about doing monthly challenges um because if you uh and i think that you and i are really good about doing these challenges in a way that's not like we expect it to change things right in a like permanent way or like yeah. Um, we're just like experimenting to see if there are things that we might want to do. <laughs> yes, exactly. We, yeah, we do it from a, do I like this or not? You know? Right, exactly. Yeah. Or can I learn something about myself from this? Yes. Um, but this, a lot of people will do it and they're expecting to see results. Um, they're expecting to, uh, you know, change things. Uh, about their body really quickly Mm -hmm. and that can be that can number one it can be problematic because if you're doing something that intense to change your body that quickly uh that's probably not good like real real change real things that um you know it takes time yeah you can't just snap your fingers and do something for 30 days and then everything is is better no um so that anything that's that promises that that's what's going to happen is is suspect yes yes (laughs) so definitely be careful about anything like that um and the other thing is from a psychological standpoint if you're expecting that if you're expecting to be able to you know alter your food or change your exercise or whatever in an extreme way that can actually set you up for for continuing that thinking in a in a way that can you know really damage your relationship with food mess with your relationship with your body um it can be very psychologically harmful to like you know get into this type of doing these things yeah yeah so be very careful about listening to our podcast (laughs) yeah Uh, be reasonable with your challenges yes exactly yeah when things seem too hard like 30 hard or wherever the heck that was um (laughs) that's why that's exactly why we did 30 soft see exactly exactly sometimes you just gotta change it and be like nope that's insane yep Yep. exactly (laughs) smart 30 is what we ended up calling it in the end yeah (laughs) yeah when i read it because i did i was like oh no and then when i read it yeah it kind of it was more extremes like um they talked about if you haven't been working out for a long time and then all of a sudden you're like i'm gonna run three miles every day for 30 days like obviously that can put stress on your body or like 
um, because you're not even used to running in the first place, and then you're going to try to do it every day. Um, Mm -hmm. That's harmful. Or things like, um, do you remember... (laughs) I don't, this was like back in the 90s and, uh, or maybe early 2000s, the cabbage diet where people would just eat cabbage soup for like a week or something. Mm-hmm. Like why anybody thought that that was a good idea? I don't know. But, you know, like obviously <laughs> that seems not like not a good idea, you know? Right. So right. doing kind of more, I think they were talking more about extreme challenges, not like our like, you know, yoga every day for 30 days seems, seems to be okay. Right, that right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But, anyway. Oh, did you have anything else or was that the... No, that's it. That's no. that. That's the sum total in monthly challenges one. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, my next one is that uh, there's a lot of belief that the, the workout has to be long to be effective. So, like, a lot of people, especially if they're, like, kind of into uh, bodybuilding or just, like, kind of obsessive about working out, they'll go and spend an hour plus at the gym and yeah. I think that also creates anxiety for people that don't have time to fit yes. an hour workout in their life. Like me. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, well, is it even is it even worth it to go work out if I can't be there for an hour or whatever? Um, but that has been disproven over and over again. In fact, I know this was probably a year ago, but we talked about that guy who trained for a marathon. Um, he had a really busy job, and so all he found time to do was um, – on his breaks, he would go run the stairs for like five minutes or something like that. Uh-huh. And so what's more important uh, in a workout is just that you get your heart rate up or that you do some kind of compound movements, depending on if it's cardio related or strength related. But, um, you know, that you kind of push your body in some way. But that could be for five minutes, you know, like there's lots of stories of people being successful of they're watching TV and when a commercial comes on, they do sit-ups or something. Like, right. that's just as good. Like you will still, that is still good for your body. That is still helpful. There is nothing wrong with doing a 10 minute workout uh, that it does not have to be, you know, an hour long sweat session at the gym. In fact, that's probably more harmful on your body because you're, you know, putting it under stress for long periods of time. Um, and in fact, I just remembered there was that uh, big uh, trend of the, I think it was like a seven minute workout. And it was like the seven, it was seven different exercises that you did a minute each. And so it was seven minutes total. And people saw a lot of good benefit off of that. I never tried it, but, uh, you know, there was lots of good things about the seven minute workout and it was just seven minutes a day. That's it. Right. I remember um, that. I yeah. did try that. And, um. I didn't do it for as long as I needed to, to like see any results. But the one thing that I did like about it was that it was very doable. Yes. Like I would do it and then I'd be like, yep, (laughs) I worked out today. Yeah. Uh, And if nothing else, it made me feel better about myself. (laughs) Yes, exactly. It's like I accomplished something. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I was trying to remember what the different things were, but it was like, and it was body weight workouts too. Like, um, yeah, here we go. Uh, Jumping jacks, wall sits, push-ups, crunches, squats, and plank. Is that seven? Jumping jacks, wall yeah, sits, push-ups, that sounds, crunches, that sounds right. squats, plank. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah. Oh, and then I think, uh, or side, lunges, lunges. But anyway, uh, yeah. So there you go. You could do it in seven minutes. It doesn't have to be an hour. <laughs> Don't let that prevent you from working out. Right, right. Yeah. All right. What's your next one? Uh, my next one is the is this myth of yoga not being a workout. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is yes. The other day I was doing yoga outside and James was sitting out there reading and mm-hmm. he looks over at me because I'm going because I there was some pose I don't know what it was but I had to like I was kind of like leaning and twisting and doing this right. whole thing and oh man it was so hard to hold the pose and he's like are you okay and I'm like yes <laughs> <laughs> so yoga is definitely a workout yes for sure uh, because it's not cardio and because you're not lifting weights it doesn't fit into a lot of the quote unquote like whatever ideally yeah whatever normal exercise workout things um but there's so many different ways i mean there's so many different things you can do that 
to move your body and to um, and to strengthen your body that are not aerobics and not lifting weights. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yoga is very much, you know, something that it's a physical activity. It's a mental activity. It's, it's a flexibility. It's making sure that you are still in tune with your body. It's making sure that your body is still doing what you're, what you want your body to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, so it's, I feel a very, um, important and helpful <laughs> type of exercise to do. Yeah. Um, and you know, I do the aerial silks and there's a lot of strength that is demanded of that in order to do it well that I'm still working on, mm-hmm. but the actual movements themselves, like once you're, you've gotten that strength built up, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's a lot like yoga. I mean, yeah. in, in the way that it's like being flexible and being able to move your body in certain ways to create certain poses or movements, you know, mm-hmm. um, and flows. And that is um, a physical activity, but it's also a mindfulness activity, yeah. which is also very important for <laughs> yes um, for your overall health and well-being. Mm-hmm. So... Is it a traditional workout? Um, no, but it is still a workout. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right. What have we got next? Uh, I have, oh, this uh, age-old tale of carbs are bad. Oh. I'm very <laughs> yeah. excited about debunking this one. Yes, yes. <laughs> um Definitely. And this is one. So growing up, my mom used to work at Weight Watchers and then she worked at, there was another one called like LA Fitness or not LA Fitness, um, LA, well, maybe it wasn't LA. Anyway, it was another one like Weight Watchers where they, uh, it was a coaching clinic. Uh, Mm -hmm. And uh, she, from that time, which she was trained, certified, she coached people on things, so on and so forth. Uh, she still, to this day, believes that carbs are bad and that she can't eat pasta or, or wow. bread. or Yes. And no, it is, but those are the best things. I know! <laughs> <laughs> it has been so hard for me to try to convince her that carbs are okay. Uh, and I've even, as we've t- kind of discussed, started going to a nutritionist recently, and she wanted yeah. to know what the nutritionist said. And I showed my mom that the healthy eating plate, where it says... One fourth of your plate can be carbs. And I was like, see, mom, it's even, it's on the plate. Like carbs right. are okay. Um, now there are different kinds of carbs and some carbs are better than other carbs, but you can say that for proteins too. Like lean protein, like chicken is going to be better for you than, you know, um, a big a fatty steak or something, you know, like a ribeye. Uh, right. And, or even a sirloin is going to be healthier for you than a ribeye kind of thing. So the same thing with carbs. Uh, you, if you eat a white mashed potatoes versus a sweet potato, or if you eat white pasta or regular pasta versus whole grain pasta. Now, the regular pasta still isn't bad. You're just going to yeah. get, if you eat the whole grain pasta, you're going to get fiber um, and you're going to get some better stats. But yes. um, the thing about carbs is that they're, it's just quick energy. And all three of the macros, carbs, fat, and protein, they saw or they, they have different pr- jobs. And yeah. so carbs is to give you quick energy. And in fact, like if you were about to go for a workout or maybe you wanted to go, you needed to go chase the kids around the yard or right. you, know, exactly. you wanted to play with the kids. Like it would be good for you to maybe eat like, uh, of course, fruit can be you know, depending on the fruit, it can be carbs too, but, you know, eat a quick apple or eat, um, have a lunch that's pasta so that you can have that quick energy to go chase the kids, you know, like, right, um, right. or then that's why a lot of runners will do carb loading before they go run uh, big long distances. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> yes, there are different kinds of carbs. Some carbs will, uh, your body will handle better than others, but no version of the carb is bad. Carbs are okay. All carbs yeah. are okay. <laughs> All carbs welcome here. <laughs> I so. want that on a t-shirt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we could we could probably have that printed somewhere on the internet. Yes. 
be our first <laughs> weekly buddy time shirt. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have merch finally. Yes. yes. After however many years of doing yes. this podcast. We'll have yes. our first shirt. All carbs welcome here. <laughs> Love it. <sighs> okay. Um, I'm off my soapbox. You're turn. Okay. I like it. I like it. I'm about to get on my soapbox because okay. this next one's about sleep. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, so you there is a myth that you can catch on on your sleep, and this mm-hmm. is a myth that I believe for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, like if I I could go without sleep throughout the week, and you know, because I could sleep in on the weekends and mm-hmm. uh, catch up on it. Um, mm-hmm. But the thing is, that doesn't really help. The important mm-hmm. thing to do with sleep. Like it can make you feel better in the in the short term, right? Yeah. Like if you sleep in, um, or if you get extra sleep, you might feel better for that day. Mm-hmm. But there's a couple of problems with it. Um, number one, long term sleep deprivation over time mm-hmm. is going to cause you health issues. Yeah. Um, that's just the way that it is. There is. <laughs> So many health risks associated with that, including like death. Um, yeah, yeah. And so it doesn't matter if every single weekend you get 10 hours of sleep on a Saturday, if you're only getting three or four hours of sleep a night, that's gonna, it's, it's not gonna cancel that out. No. Um, the other thing is that by, and this is something I know that you've recently been exploring, mm-hmm. if you um, mess up your, your natural circadian rhythm mm-hmm. by, you know, staying up late, um, getting up early during the week, and then on the weekend you stay up late or maybe you go to bed early and then you sleep yep. late, then it messes up your your natural rhythm. And in yeah. fact, one of the, I'll put this one in show notes, but one of the things that I saw was that napping is actually better than sleeping in. Ah. So like if you need to um, get a little bit of extra sleep, it's better to get like 20 minutes of a nap as opposed to trying to catch up on that sleep by sleeping in. That makes sense. You really, you really need to get that light exposure mm-hmm. um, in the morning. Yep. <laughs> Which, as we, you've as you've learned. Yep. <laughs> so so yeah, that I, based on the um, episode where we talked about the you know yeah the the natural body's rhythm and how mm-hmm. when you get that sunlight it actually starts the timer and then sixteen hours later is when you'll get sleepy. Uh, I think that makes sense that you need to get up. And then if you need to take a nap, okay. But you need to get up and you need to set that timer that says, hey, I'm going to go to bed 16 hours later. Exactly. Exactly. That makes sense. So uh, don't think that you're just going to make up your sleep. Like your your watch may say that you have a sleep debt and that if you sleep (laughs) however long, you're going to actually make that up. But uh, guess what? That's that's not real. No, no. And actually, my Fitbit doesn't do that. It doesn't give me sleep debt. It just okay. uh, it just um, will tell me quality. how many hours I've slept and give me my hours. Yeah, like yeah. Quality sleep and then average hours sleep. But it doesn't say like you're carrying sleep debt de- the way that other app used to. Yeah. Um, which was always, I mean, that was like to try to get out of sleep debt was so hard. Was was impossible. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, and then it wouldn't have done any good even if I had, because nope. it's not a real thing. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so here we are. Yep. That's why you got to make it a priority to get good sleep every night. It is true. Yep. Um, At least most nights. So the, 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 you know, last night, obviously I did not get good sleep. No. Nope. Um, but you know what? I had the tent open to the beautiful ah. uh, sunny sky. Yep. This morning, so I got plenty of um, <laughs> morning light exposure. Yeah. Uh, did it help? Uh, I mean, I'm awake. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't feel like I'm awake. I'm awake that's but true. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go take a nap and then I'll yeah. feel better. Okay, yes. <laughs> I will say, just as a quick update, since you mentioned sleep, uh, my sleep stuff is, even though that was my May challenge, uh, I'm still yeah. doing the waking up early and... I did go to bed a little late last night because we were playing Final Fantasy uh, 16. <laughs> and, uh, 
I didn't, I didn't go to bed till after 11, which is the latest I've been in bed for a long time, but I still woke up this morning, uh, like, um, you know, about five, five fifty something like that. Like I stick my body wow. me up and yeah. And I was, I'm got up and I'm feel okay. And you know, everything's okay. So, That's awesome. um, yeah, it's been, it's been going good still. That's cool. I yeah. may have to experiment with that. Yeah. We'll see. It, Actually, James sent me an article this week that said, uh, or messing, or if you follow your circadian rhythm can actually help fight off cancer. And I think that's because if your body's in its prime operations, then it's able to fight off things more easily. And it's probably the same with like sickness or anything else. But, um, so I was like, wow, okay, well, look at me doing good, even though I didn't know, you know, (laughs) but it was like, your body wants to do a thing. Don't fight it because then you'll stress it out. So Right. That's true. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, So my next one is uh, you should stretch before a workout. Now, this one is kind of a half myth because uh, it's not that stretching is bad before a workout, but it's the kind of stretch that matters. Okay. Um, Traditionally, we have been taught to do a static stretch, which is where you maybe, you know, sit down on the floor, reach for your toes, and you hold it for 30 seconds. That's a static stretch. Um, right. And static stretching is fine, especially when you, what we've learned that it uh, achieves miracles when you are trying to get sleepy or ready to go to bed. If you stretch before bed, oh man, it just knocks you right out. But, right. Yeah, but static stretches is not what you want to do before you do a workout because when you static stretch, you are stretching the muscles and you're kind of loosening them. So they're not able to kind of hold things together like they're normally supposed to do. So you're actually more likely to injure yourself if you do static stretches before a workout. So what you're actually supposed to do is what's called dynamic stretches, which is where uh, so you may bend down to touch your toes, or you may you may sit down and reach for your toes, but you reach for them, tap them, and then bring come back, and then you can keep doing that, and that kind of warms up the muscle, which is what you really want to do, uh, which is why people do like the butt kicks or high knees, or I kind of do some like uh, side punches to kind of you know twist my back and get it warmed up and things like that. Um, so dynamic stretching before a workout is good and then you can static stretch afterwards if you'd like but don't Mm -hmm. do static stretches before a workout or it could lead to injury it's really funny because i remember you kind of like having that discovery i think like yeah a while back and um and then like almost as soon as you had made like made that aware made me aware of that Mm -hmm. then like anytime i would go to any type of like um you know, exercise class, yeah. class or whatever, I noticed that they would never do yeah. those types of stretches anymore. Like we would not stretch. You stretch after, right? not before. And yep. then that they would do um, just, you know, warm-ups or whatever. Yeah. Um, even though now that you're mentioning that, I feel like at uh, whenever we do uh, our aerial whatevers, we tend mm-hmm. to stretch. But I think that's more because we're about to (laughs) be in weird positions yeah exactly it's almost like you're doing a little bit of yoga before your yoga (laughs) yes exactly so i feel like it's a little bit different but yeah yeah and the funny thing is yeah i remember back when i was in high school i was on the soccer team and i i remember as a team we would sit and we would do our static stretches before we would get ready but like i said you know science changes so that was what used to be was thought was the best was you were supposed to do Static stretches. And I would say it's probably been maybe five years, maybe yeah. six, five, six years since they kind of changed the guidance on that. But yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right. I think this is your fifth one, right? Okay. Yeah. Yep. This is my, this is my last one. And mm-hmm. I, I've talked about this before, but it's always a good thing to talk about again, mm-hmm. which is that Benny being skinny doesn't mean, well, the myth is being skinny means that you're healthy. And right, that is yes. a big fat myth. Yes. Um, you know, this is, it is, uh, <laughs> there are so many things wrong with that particular myth. And I feel like it's still so much um, a part of our, like the cultural idea 
mm-hmm. is, you know, you're obviously not healthy if you're, if you're not thin. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just, first of all, you know, and I can link this one in show notes, um, weight and health are not correlated. You know, your health is more about what you eat and how well you manage stress and all of that. It has so little to do with how much you actually weigh. Um, it has everything more to do with like what you're doing mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. and how you're living. Um, and so I'll, I'll link to some of that in show notes as well. Um, and the other thing is that people who get obsessed with being skinny and mm-hmm. you know lose a lot of weight very fast, that ends up causing more like immediate adverse health effects because that's hard on your heart, <laughs> that's hard on your body, um, fatigue, dizziness, brain fog, fertility problems, like all of this mm-hmm. can uh, be caused by being underweight or by losing too much weight too fast. Yeah. So it's important to, as you you know make your goals, as you think about how you're going to uh, to live your your best and healthiest life um to be less concerned or or don't be concerned about what the numbers on the scale say and be more about what are you doing that is good for for yourself what are you doing that is nourishing your body um how are you moving you know what things are you eating and even in that you know again all carbs are welcome here (laughs) yes you can't you don't want to be obsessed with it you just want to make sure that you are everything that you're doing i feel like this would be if we could do this if i could do this and i'm like turning towards myself on this because i'm still not at this point if i could get to a point where whenever i do anything I recognize that I am doing it with love Mm -hmm. to my body. Like that would be, I would be, I think in a really good place because like, you know what? Sometimes, yes. Do I need some chocolate? Absolutely. Everybody does. Absolutely. If I am consuming that chocolate and I'm doing that because I'm like, you know what? I love my body and I'm going to give myself some chocolate because my body needs that right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, As opposed to just like mindlessly eating chocolate or eating chocolate because I'm stressed or eating chocolate because I'm depressed. Mm -hmm. Um, If it's just like, you know what? Right now, my body needs some happy chocolate. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And I'm going to give that to my body because I love my body and Mm -hmm. it needs it. Um, Or if I'm like, I'm going to take a nap because my body needs it. Yeah. Or... I'm going to go out and dance in the backyard because that's what my body wants to do. Um, I think that that would be a much better approach as opposed to anything else. Um, And the good news is, for myself, from a personal perspective, I feel like I'm finally beginning to get there. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, good. You know, like it's, uh, it's been a long journey, but, you know, I think another thing going back to like the monthly challenges and and all of that it's really easy to say hey i want to make a change and i want to you know i have a goal and i want to hit it you know in a week or a month or a year or two years or you know whatever Mm -hmm. um when really what happens is that you you have a focus and you work towards that and you have a consistent level of change over time, which is slow, but then like you wake up one day and you look to where you were, you know, whatever, three years ago, four years ago, and you look to where you are now and you're like, okay, no, I have made some real improvement on yeah. putting my, you know, physical health, mental health, etc. Um, first. And now I, you know, whatever mm-hmm. that is for you, you know, have more energy feel better, uh, get sick less, you know, whatever that is. Um, Feel more confident. So I, yeah, anyway, I'll get off my soapbox now. But being skinny doesn't mean that you're healthy. No, for sure (laughs) not. (laughs) All right, so we got one more. You've got one more for us. What's our uh, our last myth? Yep. Okay, so, uh, and I might have an honorable mention just because I remembered this and then, 
Uh, but I'll come back to that in a minute. Okay, okay. Okay. The one, my number one fitness myth that I want to debunk is that running and or squats are bad for your knees. So, <laughs> yes, actually. I'm I'm actually interested in this because I'm still not convinced that running's not oh! for my knees. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I don't know that I'll have the data points to convince you right now, but I can definitely send you some like art, some uh, studies, some health studies okay. that show it. <laughs> but um, yeah, so basically, running and squats uh, both strength actually strengthen your knees, okay. and uh, squats they help build the. Uh, kind of tissues that are between the or kind of in the knees whatever I don't know the medical terms but um, because and it's the same thing with your spine like some people are like oh if you lift those heavy things then you know you'll end up hurting your back or hurting your spine well not that you can't hurt your back like if you do it wrong you're gonna hurt your back but right right your body because it wants to protect itself when you lift heavy things it actually strengthens the bones and the muscles of whatever you're putting that weight on, right? So doing the squats actually strengthens your knees and your uh, spine. And the same thing for running. So doing the running, assuming that you're not, um, like if you, if I was to want to train for another half marathon, right now I run three miles every week. But if I was like, oh, I want to do another half marathon. So this weekend, I'm going to go run six miles to try to catch up on some some training. Like that, obviously, is not bad. Because just like we talked about with the 30-day challenges, if you jump to extremes, then it's stressful on your body. Right, right. But if you do uh, regular running or if you increase your running with a set, uh, like, kind of gradual cadence, then you actually, the uh, act of running builds, strengthens and builds your knees and protects your knees. Um, And I have experienced this firsthand because I, so before I really started running, I, when, sometimes when I would go downstairs, I would almost feel like my knees were weak or about to give out or whatever. And uh, then I started running and I was, at the time I was worried. I was like, oh man, I might not be able to run because I feel like I'm having some knee problems. And um, actually after I ran for just a few weeks, I stopped having that feeling when I was going downstairs. Okay. Um, And so, yeah, I think there's definitely a period of you know you have to your body has to get used to it you have to give it time to react but in the long term um you will have stronger better knees than if you didn't run right and that's what most of the studies are around they're around the um how many injuries there are with runners versus non-runners right right and i guess that makes sense whenever um I have caused pain in my legs, whether it's my knees or my shins. That's another mm. place where I'll oh, get yeah. um, really bad pain. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always because I'm just like, okay, I'm going to run. And I don't gradually <laughs> right. uh, yeah. <laughs> try to work up for it. I'm just like, I used to be able to run three miles. I'm just going to run. Yes. And then afterwards, I'm like, oh, why did I do that? You yes, know? yes. Yeah. Yeah, sure. definitely. Yeah. James actually just did. Now, I know I've heard of Couch to 5K a hundred times, but I've never, by the time it kind of came out and was popular, I was already, had already started kind of running. So yeah. I never got to do the Couch to 5K journey, but uh, James just completed it. Okay. And it, yeah, it 100% worked great for him. Like it was, he had never ran in his life. Oh, man. Yeah. We need to have him on to talk about that in more detail then. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so maybe I'll save it. But um, yes, he he just completed it. And now he's actually starting a second program because he, he, I don't know if he, I I don't know if he'll call himself a runner yet, but he liked it more than he thought he would. And so he is continuing to try to run. (laughs) Right. Yeah. But that was a good program. So. Yeah, we can have him on to talk about it, but I think he would recommend it. That's awesome. I am going to write that down on our list of ongoing potential topics for the future. Yes. All right. And you said you had an honorable mention? Oh, yeah. Um, I just kind of remembered this one, and I think it's an important one to mention, too, because 
this one is weights will make women bulky or that women need different oh, exercises than men. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, my mom. So when we still lived in Knoxville and at the time we were doing CrossFit, so we were lifting a bunch of heavy weights and doing stuff. And she would come over and we would be working out and she would be like, are you sure you want to lift that? You're going to look like a boy or you're going to look like a man. <laughs> and I'm like, no, mom, it doesn't work that way. Right, and, right. I mean, sure, you can see, uh, you know, there's obviously women bodybuilders and some of them look very manly or muscular or whatever. But typically when that has happened, they've taken some sort of growth hormone or, uh, you know, some sort of supplements or right. something like that to make them build muscle in a different way. But if just an everyday you know, if I if I just I could go lift the heaviest things every single day, and I will not look like a man. Like that's just not the way it works. So right, uh, the well, genetics are different. Right. Well, and the hormones are different. Yeah, too. hormones. That's what I mean. Genetics. To um, you know, to actually build different muscle. I noticed that a lot of my either non-binary or um, male trans male friends mm-hmm. um have you know managed to bulk up and look really fine. Yeah. Um, but they also are taking tea, you know, so that mm-hmm. helps to change the, the muscle composition and the way that, that your body is carrying it, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to, you know, continue to try to build my, my muscle and it just won't quite be that way. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. That is fine. I'm happy with, with whatever I can get at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That sounds bad. Um, but that, no, that's a good one too. Cause my mom always had that. She was always worried that if she, um, you know, worked out too much that she was gonna like have super bulky arms. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, yeah, but just not the way it works. Nope. (sighs) Well, this was fun. It was fun. There's a lot of, you know, and I guess another thing to kind of just to wrap everything up, you know, a lot of these myths are things that either a lot of people still believe or were things that like with the stretching used to be believed and then Mm -hmm. science changed and then things changed. So it's possible that in like two years, half of these things will have changed again. That's true. Yes. Science Um, is always changing. Yeah. You know, and I think that it's important to, you know, keep an open mind and understand that this is where things are right now and things always might change. Yep. Oh. I'm going to look for the study that confirms that 10,000 steps actually oh, is yeah. the right number yes. of steps to get. <laughs> Since that's what prompted this whole thing, it's probably important exactly. that we link that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cart- cartilage is the word I was looking for. When you run, cartilage. it builds up the cart- cartilage. Cartil- I can't say it. Cart- cartilage. Cart- cartilage. Cartilage. Yes. Um, it builds up the cartilage and it helps stay off arthritis. Interesting. Okay. Yes. Well, I'm not sure that that's going to convince me to run, but. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, whatever. You do you. Uh, But at least I know that if I were to try, and maybe in a a measured way, I would not hurt myself. Yes. No, absolutely not. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for recording with me, as always. Yes. 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 This was fun. Yes. Same. (laughs) Uh, And I'll talk to you next week. All right. Sounds good. Love you. Love you. (laughs) Bye. Bye. A Hoots Media Production. Hoot, 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 ho